Hey guys, welcome to Nick Snack for Neologisms, episode 12, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Uh, last episode, we did a review episode, and this episode, we're doing a review episode as well. We're going to cover episodes, the words that were in episodes 6 through 10. So, let's get started. Our first word is feckless. F-E-C-K-L-E-S-S, feckless, doesn't mean A, ineffective, incompetent, futile, or B, having little or no money, penniless, poor, or C, having lots of energy, energized. The answer is A, ineffective, incompetent, futile. And the way we remembered feckless was that you are affecting less if you're feckless. If you're feckless, you're affecting less. So you might not be affecting anything at all, in which case you are ineffective, you're feckless. That is the word feckless. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is glib. Does it mean A, to support or adopt, B, unemotional, not easily excited, or C, fluent in speech? And the answer is C, glib means fluent in speech. And the mnemonic for that was good lips, glib, spelled G-L-I-B, good lips, good libs. So if someone has good lips, they're probably really good at speaking. Maybe, perhaps, I don't know. All right, the next word is diaphanous, D-I-A-P-H-A-N-O-U-S, diaphanous. Does it mean A, transparently thin, B, showing approval or respect, or C, that which speeds up the progress of something else? And the answer is A, transparently thin. Diaphanous means transparently thin, as in the diaphanous bubble floated through the air. All right, and our next word is impecunious. I-M-P-E-C-U-N-I-O-U-S, impecunious. Does, does it mean A, clever or to display a lot of skill, B, having little or no money, penniless, poor, or C, unconventional or unusual? If you answered C, you were wrong because it's actually B, having little or no money, penniless or poor. And let's go on to our next word, which is capacious. C-A-P-A-C-I-O-U-S, C-A-P-A-C-I-O-U-S, capacious, does it mean A, burdensome, oppressive, B, capable of holding much, spacious, C, dull, lacking flavor? The answer is B, capable of holding a lot, spacious or roomy, a, a, a capacious storage bin. And the way that we remember that is it sort of has the word capacity in it, and it also rhymes with the word spaciousness, sort of. Capacious, spaciousness. Spacious, capacious. They sound similar. Yeah, they rhyme. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is castigate. C-A-S-T-I-G-A-T-E. Castigate. Does it mean A, to criticize or reprimand severely? B, to provoke, often to the point of exhaustion? C, to put someone in prison? And the answer is A, it means to criticize or reprimand severely or to punish in order to correct. 
And the way that I think we remembered Castigate was uh, it's as if you're going to cast someone inside of a gate or lock someone up behind a gate. You're going to cast them in a gate. So you're doing that in order to correct. You're punishing them in order to correct. So criticize or reprimand severely. Castigate. All right, the next word is bellicose, B-E-L-L-I-C-O-S-E, bellicose. Does it mean A, full of curves or that which resembles a bell? B, something or someone that is unpleasant? Or C, inclined or eager to fight? And the answer is C, inclined or eager to fight. And the way to remember that is it has that B-E-L-L prefix in it, which stands for war. So anything with bell in it always relates to war. So you got the word belligerent, right, which is someone eager to fight. You have the word antebellum, something that happens before war. Or if you're in your castle, you might ring the bell to alert everyone that a war is about to happen. Bellicose, that's the way that we'd remember it. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is nettle, N-E-T-T-L-E, the word nettle. Does it mean A, to behave unnaturally in order to impress, B, to be short and concise in speech, or C, to irritate, annoy, or provoke? What do you think? The answer is C, to irritate, annoy, or provoke. And the two ways we remember this is that one, there's a plant that is called nettle and a nettle plant has all these little prickly spines on it. So if you touch a nettle plant, you yourself will be nettled. You will be annoyed, irritated. Or another way to remember it is that nettle, if you were to throw a net over someone or an animal or something like that, it would probably be make that thing annoyed or provoked nettle to irritate, annoy or provoke. All right. Let's move on to our next word, which is surly, S-U-R-L-Y, surly. Does it mean A, only existing for a brief time, B, to criticize, often harshly, or C, rude or bad-tempered, unfriendly? It means C, rude or bad-tempered or unfriendly. And the way that we remembered that one was a man that may be rude or bad-tempered or unfriendly, you might say, Sir, leave us alone. Surly. Surly, you will leave us alone. Sir, leave us alone. Yeah. Surly. Surely you're not surly, right? Okay. Let's move on to our next word, which is harangue. H-A-R-A-N-G-U-E. Harangue. Does it mean A, an intense verbal attack, B, a strong liking, or C, anything designed to flatter or coax. Harangue means A, an intense verbal attack. Remember Hitler's harangues, right? That image of Hitler giving his speeches. That's a very good example of a harangue. Another way to remember it is her ang. She verbally attacked me because of her anger, her anger at me, harangue. All right. Let's move on to our next word, abstemious, A-B-S-T-E-M-I-O-U-S, abstemious. Does it mean A, stupid or foolish in a self-satisfied way, B, moderate, or C, perfectly clean without fault 
pure. It means B, moderate, or that which is done in moderation, abstemious. So if you're abstemious, you are someone who does not eat or drink a lot. And it also sounds like the word abstain or abstinence, so that's how you can remember it. Or if you're wanting to get your six-pack abs, you should be abstemious because you need to be moderate in diet. All right? Okay, let's move on to our last word, which is lampoon. Does it mean A, to bring to a state of completion, B, to publicly criticize by using ridicule, irony, or sarcasm, C, to sway from side to side. Nice. It means B, to publicly criticize by using ridicule, irony, or sarcasm. And the way that I remember that is lampoon. Sounds like harpoon to me, and a harpoon is a sharp spear used to attack someone, to publicly criticize them by using ridicule, irony, or sarcasm. Lampoon. That's what you always see people in newspapers doing or people in on YouTube doing. They are lampooning people. Okay, so that does it for episode 12, The Review. Stay tuned for episode 13 where we're going to define and discuss three new words. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, please go on to iTunes and leave me a review. Also, iTunes is putting my podcast in kind of a weird order. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure if it's, if it's iTunes or the service I'm using to publish the podcast. So if that's confusing to you, you can always go to uh, nicksnackforneologisms.com or just Google Nicksnack for Neologisms and you'll see my website there. And then you can click the little tab that says podcasts. And I have all the podcasts uploaded there as well. So you can listen to them on my website or you can go to the source page and then you can right click them and download them into your MP3 player. All right. Cool. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you later.